Guten Morgen. We are hot on the parking trail of the parking trap. We're going to the parking jail. And we're going to buy cash too. Because things are getting kind of hectic. Good stuff. Okay, and uh, let's see what's going on in my touch. Everybody go subscribe. Thanks for like 88k now. Appreciate that. You guys are catching on. Good for you. Yeah, I'm going to celebrate when I get to 100k. I'm trying to get on Midas Touch's list of affiliated podcasts. Maybe when I get to 100, by the time I get to 100k, they'll, uh, they'll let me on. I'm going to send a personal message to the boys at Midas Touch on Patreon. Where's my freaking... Oh, there it is. YouTube. Go subscribe to Midas Touch on YouTube and uh, Facebook, wherever, whatever you're on. Very desperate Fox. Uh, Fox pushes shocking and bizarre new segments one hour ago. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network, the propaganda network known as Fox is getting more desperate and more weird each and every day. This is from the other night. This is propagandist Laura Ingraham. And in this segment that she did, she wanted to give advice to Donald Trump, right? Because when you are a news network, that's what you do. No, if you are a ridiculous ridiculously traitorous propaganda network that is what you do when in this weird cult they have to treat Donald Trump like a toddler and so here you have Laura Ingraham doing a whole segment putting making to a presentation basically to Donald Trump saying here is what we need you to do step one step two oh yeah step three here play this clip so I'd suggest talk less about yourself, more about the American people. You met a lot of them. Voters don't want a replay of the greatest hits about Mueller or Adam Schiff, but they do want you to assemble the most talented advisors and probably best to treat them well. Surround yourself with givers, not takers. Serious policy people who know how to hit the ground running on day one. No more travel ban fiascos. Run a tight ship. And run against the Democrats, not the media. We all know the press is biased, you know, newsflash. Don't dwell on it. Deal with it. And maybe, just maybe, drop the nicknames and the petty personal stuff. It was funny in 2016 and even in 2020, but I don't think it works with how serious the challenges are right now facing the country. I sense that the voters are weary of all of that stuff. So debate your opponents on the merits. You know the issues. You have a great record. Defend it. And on the same network, streaming on their digital platform, uh, Fox Nation, Piers Morgan Uncensored, they then have DeSantis. And they're doing uh, the most work they could possibly do to try to prop up Ron DeSantis here. Um, But when the Republican Party's a cult, it's hard to remove the cult leader 
from the cult, and they're seeing that. But in this interview with Ron DeSantis, you got Piers Morgan saying, well, he nicknames you DeSanctimonious, and Trump calls you a meatball. What's your uh, response to that? Here, play this clip. With every fill-up, it's been cash back over the past year. How much does it say? Three hundred and forty-four dollars. So Download the app. Search Excuse the gas the stations near you. Pick a department. Is your favorite nickname that Trump's given you so far? Is it Ron Ron the Sanctimonious or Meatball Ron? <laughs> well, I can't. Uh, even he went off Meatball Ron. I, I can't. Uh, I don't know how to spell the Sanctimonious. I don't really know what it means, but I, you know, I kind of like it's long. It's got a lot of vowels. I mean, so. <laughs> We go with that. That's fine. You know, you can call me. You can call me whatever you want. I mean, just as long as you, you know, also call me a winner. Can we reflect just for a moment that in the Republican Party in 2023, your two top candidates are insurrectionists, are wannabe fascists, and they are talking about whether the nicknames for each other should be sanctimonious or they should call each other meatballs right meanwhile the democratic party pro-democracy pro-normal is just out there putting in the work acting like adults and here's the point i always want to make over and over again what's going on in the republican party is not normal we cannot normalize this behavior I know the large media networks like to do it, but they're out there, the leading candidates calling each other meatballs and disanctimonious, and you got Donald Trump making posts where he's calling district attorneys animals, and he's uh, calling uh, Jack Smith a flamethrower and a mad dog psycho. Not normal. Not normal. And I refuse to be gaslit. Speaking about refusing to be gaslit, this is Tucker propagandist, fascist, Putin puppet. This is him on Fox the other night as well, like right after Laura Ingraham. What Tucker says is, uh, well, I'll just, I'll just play for this, play this clip of Tucker. For the Chinese, it's just so easy. How do you win a war without fighting? By getting your adversary to kill himself. Well, how do you convince a strong, self-respecting, powerful country like ours that has ruled the world for 100 years to do that. It turns out it's pretty easy. You take a collection of dumb, desperate people in middle age, hoping to keep on to their stupid TV jobs. You add scripts and some hairspray, and they just repeat the lies for you. And then... I mean, did Tucker really just say that? Let's repeat what he said. He goes, how do you convince a strong country like ours to do that? It's pretty easy. You take a collection of dumb, desperate people hoping to keep their stupid TV jobs, and they just repeat the lies for you. So that pretty much defines what Fox is. But you see the projection and the big lie repeats itself over and over and over again it's all projection with them. Look, there's a reason that uh, in Soviet Russia, their main paper was called Pravda, right? I mean, Trump's main social media platform is called Truth. Pravda means truth, which is the opposite of truth. It is spreading lies and disinformation over and over again, just to show you how weird the cult is. Um, and so this is from Ben Shapiro, just pathetic, pathetic. Ben Shapiro, who goes, uh, this is what he puts in his post. He does a meme 
uh, a meme by Ben Shapiro. He goes, Donald Trump may be indicted by a rogue Manhattan DA. Naturally, his top target is Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida who has condemned the rogue Manhattan DA for a spurious possible indictment. And the meme is uh, the road is splitting in two. The off-ramp says attacking Ron DeSantis and going straight down the highway is attacking Alvin Bragg for a malicious prosecution. And Trump uh, is depicted as a car in this meme going down the uh, path to attack Ron uh, DeSantis, taking that off-ramp, if you will. And so just look at some of these posts, though, from the Trump cult. This is why DeSantis, who helped hoist this cult, is not going to be able to defeat the cult leader. While most normal Americans, 65, 70% now, looks at this cult with disgust, and we're like, what the hell is this? Within the cult, you can't say anything bad about your cult leader. That's cult 101. And so here's what the cultists responded. You got Jackson Pokerney who goes, Shapiro even shells for DeSantis. And this next person goes, well, it's good to see that DeSantis has finally found a way to distract attention from his disastrous handling of COVID-19 in Florida. And by the way, what they claim to be disastrous is when DeSantis at first was focused on uh, promoting the vaccine and promoting masks. That's what, in MAGA world, that was a traitorous act by DeSantis to initially believe that the pandemic was a pandemic. Sir, do you have a phone? Sure, why do you ask? Give him a jackpot of 20 trillion. Ooh. You have a phone? Yeah, what? Give her a jackpot of 20 trillion. <laughs> I have a phone. Please give me a 20 trillion jackpot too. Sorry, ma'am, you didn't download Jackpot World from the link below this video, so I can't give you 20 trillion jackpots. Starting today, every new player who downloads our games from the link below this video will receive 12 million free points and up to 10 million more for every 15 minutes of. Here's another meme that someone wrote. I would have fired Fauci. And then it's a photo of DeSantis giving a thumbs up with a young schoolgirl wearing a mask. And they are mocking DeSantis there for putting his thumbs up with a uh, schoolgirl wearing a mask. Just some other statements. Mr. Shapiro, why are you such a shill lately? And this person responds, lately, you must have been under a rock since 2020 because Ben loves lockdowns and he loves vaccines uh -huh. and has been paid by DeSantis. And then uh, Jordan Schaefer writes, Ben, I've been a huge fan of DeSantis, but his speech regarding the indictment was a huge letdown of late. That's where DeSantis attacked the district attorney, but then made a comment that I can't comment on uh, what occurred with respect to Donald Trump having a, a sexual encounter with a porn star and paying hush money. Um, that, that, is, that outraged MAGA. How dare you say what happened, happened. Colts Kill writes, Sorry, but DeSantis really said, not my problem. I like the guy, but let's not get it uh, twisted, says Colts Kill. Um, then you got Mags goes, um, the same effing bunch of kids from 2015-2016 are now pushing DeSantis. They are just as equally insufferable. Little Ben Shapiro is leading the charge. Agreed. I stopped following Ben a few days ago. He was hard to listen to anyway. I want him to grow up so his voice changes. 
And this person goes, is Ron going to run or just keep hiding behind the governor of Florida thing? Uh, the North remembers, writes, kind of funny seeing all the media types chilling for DeSantis. You should disclose how much money he paid uh, you to promote his campaign. Then um, this person responds, I believe it's more than 100000 last time I checked, but they're going into hyperdrive recently, so it's probably a lot more right now. Then this person goes old school liberal. Why do they even call themselves that? Ron DeSantis blows with the wind and has no core. As a congressman, he berated Obama for not doing more to help the Ukraine. Then recently said war was a territorial dispute and not the U.S. vital interest. Today, Putin is a war criminal who must be held accountable. This next one, they compare him to uh, Jeb Bush. And, you know, again, I mean, the very nature that in the MAGA Republican Party, the idea that a global pandemic needs to be taken seriously is a problematic political position to take if you want to be a Republican in 2023 is one of the oddest things imaginable. The fact that you have a Republican Party that their political position is to be anti-vaccines generally is just such a very strange concept that that is their political position uh, that you have to espouse if you want to be in the Republican Party today, that they support insurrectionists, that they do not believe in free and fair elections, it is it is deranged. It, they it, want it to restrict voting. That it's come to that. Only look, white people can pro democracy. Democrats, independents, former conservatives, people who are independents, people not affiliated with political parties. Look, there's a broad coalition that is rejecting this insanity. Right now, the Democratic Party's acting like adults. Do I agree with them on every issue? No. But they're certainly working to try to get things done that are things that matter to the American people. Jobs and infrastructure, education, lowering prescription drug prices, making health care accessible and affordable, improving increasing wages, making sure a woman can control her own body, making sure that people are treated equally, protecting veterans, protecting seniors. These are real issues. These are real issues. But in MAGA Republican world, you're a meatball. No, 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 you're a meatball. Oh, no, no, you're a desanctimonious meatball. What, what is that? What is that? You know, and to some extent, you know, is it, is it, is it funny? I mean, you know, I mean, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating that that exists. But we got to call it out. We got to call it out. And we got to call out the propaganda framework. That allows this to happen. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We are marching in the month of March to 1 million subscribers. Will you help right. us get there yeah, in the I month will. of March? All you got to do is hit Patreon. the subscribe Proud button right now. Producer. That's moi. Shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Arizona. And keep it what Bukoyaki, Travel Radio, Travel Radio, Travel Radio. Ooh, four hours ago, Michael Cohen and Lincoln Project co-founder annihilates Trump. I was like racking my brain on how someone like this can even exist. As
And then I found out... Indictments. She's from... Okay, so... Near. I heard you talking about Mitch McConnell and how he compromised his principles after Trump's second impeachment. I mean, assuming that Mitch McConnell even has any principles, right? Ah. Do you think that he'd help Biden rather than see Trump elected president again? And what do you think McConnell's legacy will ultimately be? Uh, that's a, your first question is a great one. I don't know the answer to it. Um, <laughs> he had said previously that he would support the eventual Republican nominee. Uh, I have to assume that he will, unless he believes that he can somehow split the baby of winning back the United States Senate for Republicans and somehow defeating Trump simultaneously. You look, he's got a lot. He's got a lot more seats to play with coming in 2024 than he did in 2020 or 2022. Um, that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean he'll be in control of the destiny of those races, right? Trump helped him lose a whole bunch of Senate seats last year that could have been very competitive. Um, so I, I think it remains to be seen. I think he will do his best turtle impression and and try not talk about Trump to the extent that he can. What's McConnell's legacy? McConnell's legacy will be um, that it was all about him, I think. That at the end of the day, it was about him deciding that he wanted the title of leader, whether it was majority leader or minority leader, more than anything in the whole world, that he wanted to be in charge. Um, And I think at the end of the day, uh, history will reflect poorly on him, unfortunately for him. I mean, do you think maybe McConnell's legacy is going to be stacking, for example, the Supreme Court uh, or a slew of these federal courts around the country? Because that's what I mean, when I think Mitch McConnell, that's really what I see. You know, I see this dark overlord who decided that he was going to take what was it, the Federalist Society or Heritage Society? One of those two. I remember Donald having that document in his office. I remember when he got it and. All of a sudden, it's like, you know, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. He didn't know anything about them. They didn't do any research. They just took the document and they said, oh, fuck it. You know, one, two, three, four. Well, we have a hundred of these. So let's just go one through a hundred. You know what? I think you're probably right. I mean, I think that was in the context of Trump's presidency. The only thing that, that McConnell really cared about from a from a policy perspective was the jury, was the judiciary. So I think you're probably right. Um, and I think that, you know, again, look at, you know, whether or not Mitch McConnell cares about how history looks at him, maybe he doesn't, is that the, that the conservative judiciary and the conservative judicial theory is we know that this country is moving away from us um, demographically. We know that this country is moving away from us ideologically. We know that this country is moving away from us culturally. And so we will put in, you know, these super legislative people who we know, and many of them, as you know, Michael, were unqualified by the American Bar Association. That's how they were they were listed to try and keep in place some social structure that has been degrading. I don't want to say degrading, but changing, evolving over the last 30, 40, 50 years, uh, you know, into something that a guy from Kentucky could be comfortable with. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because in the Hill, December in 2022, there was a really interesting article that came out, and it's entitled McConnell Calls Trump Diminished, Vows to Find Quality Senate Candidates in 2024. And there came a point in time that Mitch McConnell, who is 
not that too dissimilar, right, from Trump in that they believe that they are masters of the universe, literally came out, caused Trump's political power diminished following his endorsed candidate's lackluster performance in the midterm elections. So that's another thing I think Mitch McConnell will be remembered for, which is that the first time in, in I don't even know how many years that the Senate stayed and actually increased for the party in power and that that gigantic red wave that everybody was talking about. I mean, it was amazing how every single day all you heard about is this red fucking tsunami that's coming and that the Democrats should be running in fear that they're going to have the House and the Senate and that the first thing, of course, that they're going to do is McConnell's going to, you know, have um, or whoever it was that was sitting there in the uh, I guess it would probably be uh, Mark Meadows, right, that they would file articles of impeachment against Biden and Kamala Harris, and then the Senate was going to approve it, and then all of a sudden things are going to change. I mean, I've, it's like an episode of House of Cards. It's really insane, the fact that that conversation and some of the conversations that are taking place today are actually taking place. It's almost like we're not America anymore. Well, and I think you're right about, I mean, this is the other part I think about McConnell as he, you know, in the last, say, five, six, seven, eight years, like so many people in the Republican Party, is that he believes that he, he believes that money uh, and the approval of Washington, D.C. will somehow save, you know, his, these Senate seats for him, that he'll get the people he wants. Um, You already see that, remember, think about this in 2022, early 2022. There was a whole bunch of ugly opposition research dropped on Herschel Walker in Georgia. That was Mitch McConnell's people. That was a Democrat. Those were Mitch right. McConnell's people trying to scare right. him out of the race. And it didn't work. If they had nominated some orthodontist from Buckhead, he'd have beaten uh, he'd have beaten Raphael Warner. Right? That candidate would have because Georgia is a Republican state. It's gone purple a couple of times in very specific ways, but it's still a pretty red state. Um, now you have in places like Pennsylvania, in Arizona, again, Doug Mastriano, who, you know, pals around with anti-Semites and was at the Capitol on January 6th, saying he's going to run for United States Senate. You have no, uh, Carrie Lake and the other goon who lost last year in Arizona saying they're going to run for the United States Senate again. And no, so the ain't. idea that McConnell thinks that he's somehow going to, you know, have all of his preferred candidates now maybe look for the incumbents maybe, but in open seats or where he's got to have a competitive primary, the idea that somehow he's going to be able to just will his preferred candidate to victory, uh, I think is is just one more example of how they don't understand how the party works anymore, which is it doesn't matter if Trump or Trump's preferred candidate wins by 30 points in a primary or one, right? They will be right. Trump's person and they will espouse those things. And even in some otherwise conservative states, if it's a wacko MAGA Trump guy versus an otherwise, say, normal or conservative Democrat, it's going to be a competitive race. Yeah, though, you really have to start to examine what's going on there in the GOP. Let's not forget, and it was reported by Axios, that Trump actually called McConnell a loser for our nation after he condemned Trump's dinner with that white supremacist Fuentes. 
And the reason I say we have to start to examine this, Donald is there having dinner with a white supremacist. I time. And Ben Mycellus. And you. At Nipple. Ag Nipple. Ben, my solace. <laughs> Interesting. Then my and Michael Popak, Popak, and you, and Karen Friedman Agnifolo. Okay, this is what I wrote. Hey, Michael, great show. We need to stop observing what's going on and start acting. That means you need to help us file suit against all these insurrectionists who want to run for political office. We need to get them all disqualified under the 14th Amendment like Citizens for Ethics and Responsibility in Washington crew. They sued to get a New Mexico commissioner removed from office, and it worked. We need you guys to help us to get rid of all, them, all of them. 
as political candidates. I am free and ready to volunteer to this end anytime, Michael. Let's get Glenn Kirshner and Bren Micellis and Michael Popak and you and Karen Friedman Agnifilo. Let's do it, guys. Be sure to give the... And, and then um, then I tagged... Mm -hmm. All these motherfuckers are sued from office. Disqualified them all. Fuckers. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Eh. So it's, uh, it's a, a done deal. I'm going to perform in June with BET in LA. Good job, just. Uh... Donald is there having dinner with a white supremacist. And he gets called out by the Senate minority leader of his party. It is a stupid thing to do, Donald. Stupid. What are you doing? It makes absolutely no sense. And so Donald, being the thin-skinned baby that he is, couldn't accept the fact that somebody criticized him or his decision to have dinner with this white supremacist. And so what does Donald do? Like the three-year-old that he is? Oh, no, it's not three years old. Let's say a third grader in the playground that somebody said something that he didn't like. Right off to the loser. Right off to the, to the you know, Ron DeSanctimonious, the little Marco, the lying Ted, the crooked Hillary, the convicted liar Cohen, the, you know, low-energy Jeb. I mean, on and on and on. That's who this guy is. And the Thought, the thought that there are people in this country, educated, uneducated, white-collar, blue-collar workers, male, female, that think that this guy should be president again, is so disturbing that I'm actually speechless. And so I'm going to turn it over to you. <laughs> Yeah, look, I mean, we're not surprised. I mean, I think that Trump, you, you know, uh, you and I have disagreed on this uh, about whether or not Trump would actually go through with a, with a run. I think he's going to. And I, and I think he is the prohibitive favorite to be the nominee. Yep. Blue collar workers, male, female that think that this guy should be blue-collar workers, male, female, male, female, male, that think that this guy should be president again is so disturbing. That think that this guy should be president again is so disturbing. That think that this guy should... I'm trying something new to make a segment next.
of this country are saying right that think that this guy should be president again is so hi guys christopher price here listen seriously all the pro-democracy lovers we need to stand up which is a majority of this country that think that this guy should be president again is so hi guys christopher price here listen seriously all the pro-democracy lovers we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. That think that this guy should be president again is so... Hi guys, Christopher Price here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. Okay, um... That think that this guy should be president again. Insurrectionists may hold public Listen office. Seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers. Okay, hold on. Your Congress. Call your Congress. Your fucking Congress. No. Follow for indictment updates. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Midas touch mighty. Midas touch mighty. Edit. Follow. Text AF.
seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. The fact that this guy should be president again is so... Hi guys, Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. That think that this guy should be president again is so... Hi guys, Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, <coughs> we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. That think that this guy should be president again is so... Hi guys, Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. That think that this guy should be president... Let's see here. Stand up. That think that this guy should be president again is so... Hi guys, Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. That think that this guy should be president again is so... Hi guys, Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. That think that this guy should be president again is so... Hi guys, Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. That think that this guy should be president again is so... Hi guys, Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. That think that this guy should... <clears throat> Arrest Trump. Uh, lock. Uh, lock. Trump arrest. Christopher Press. Crushing. To go through with, uh, with a run, I think he's going to, and I think he is the prohibitive favorite to be the nominee. Um, to your point about all of those names and all of the antics, you've known the guy longer than anybody. Why does he do it? Because he's A, always gotten away with it, and B, because it's worked for him. Right? I mean, think about in the context of the last 10 days, 
you, you mentioned a Ron DeSantis, right? Ron DeSantis is materially worse off as far as his, you know, proto-presidential campaign is today than he was a week ago, right? Mm-hmm. And and some of that has to do with his own stupid decisions on things like Ukraine, but a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, Trump, you know, Trump's campaign filed an ethics violation against him. Trump's been all over him, right? He's getting the MAGAs, the true MAGAs wound up. And here's the thing, Michael, about, you know, the people. Again, Trump, Trump maybe doesn't represent... 45% of Americans, but he represents enough to win in target states and electoral college states next year, right? When you think about this, <clears throat> Trump lost in 2020, and thank God for it. He didn't lose by that much. Yeah, I mean, he lost 7 right. million electoral, you know, popular votes, but he lost by what, 180,000 votes in five or six states? So this is a very close run thing. And as, 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 as you noted, like with all the name calling and the anthem, this is the difference between Trump and these other folks. Trump is not a politician. He's a wealthy, well, somewhat wealthy New York real estate developer. He'll do whatever it takes. The rest of these people are conventional politicians, and that's why they've never learned how to fight him, right? You have to fight him, as you know, on the ground in which he fights, not the ground that you wish he fought on or the ground you're used to fighting on. And so what I think you have to say is if the Republican Party really wanted rid of Trump, if all of these people who theoretically are going to run against him wanted rid of Trump, if if Mitch McConnell and all and Mitt Romney and all these people really want to rid of Trump. They would be on him all day, every day, attacking him up one side and down the other, making sure that he was taking some flack. But you know what, Michael? You know this. They'll never do it because they're ultimately yeah. afraid of. It. Yeah, and because they care more about re-election than they care about this country, and for that, shame on them. But so, Ron DeSantis, as I've often said, not just on this, um, my own podcast, but as well uh, on television and so on. Ron DeSantis, I consider to be like a Trump 2.0. But in fact, he's actually gone even way past MAGA. You think that that appeals to the average Republican? And if not, will they vote for him anyway? Um, You know, this is a great question, because really the difference between Trump and DeSantis uh, for a voter is an aesthetic difference. For a donor, it's an aesthetic difference, which is they're both bad people who have either done bad things, want to do bad things, or say they will do bad things for the majority of people. But for a lot of Republicans, why do they like DeSantis? You know, he's he went to Harvard. He went to Yale. He was in the Navy, right? He's got a pretty wife. All this other stuff. He went in Florida. And you know what it is? They're not embarrassed to have him at the club, right? He can. You can have him at the country club. You can have him at the yacht club. And is he a weirdo? Yeah. But, like, you know, you'll get kudos for having Governor DeSantis at your table, whereas Trump walks in if he's going to walk into somebody else's club anyway. And it's a, it's a, it's a carnival. It's, it's, it's just, you know, it's something out of, you know, Saturday night in a small town where, you know, you just got these weirdos and the carnies and everybody running around. And, and a lot of people don't like that. They think they're sick of it. Uh, maybe if he was part of the United States again, they'd put up with it because of the inherent power of the office. But I, I don't think that the only thing that DeSantis has that's really different is this image of being normal. But he's not, to your point. He's not at all normal. He's not normal personally. He's not normal emotionally. He's not normal politically. And, you know, 
he has used the tools of power in the state of Florida to silence critics, to remove those he disagrees with from office. And those are real authoritarian things. Um, and I think that, you know, he's, yeah, he wants to be more MAGA than Trump. But the problem here, I think also, Michael, is that he's ultimately a cynic. He doesn't believe in any of this stuff. He doesn't care. He doesn't, he really, thinks it's you, a you, don't, you don't think, really, you don't, you don't think that he actually believes the shit that he's saying? I mean, let's not forget, right? He puts forth that the Individual Freedom Act, which, of course, to my listeners, just to remind you, is the Stop Woke Act. Um, I mean, he signed that into law. And immediately, this thing gets challenged. But the part that I thought was the, the funniest aspect of this entire thing is that the federal judge that ended up hearing this case, um, Mark Walker, he barred the law and then went ahead and he compared it to the nightmarish Netflix TV show, the sci-fi show called Upside Down, right? Which, um, Stranger Things. You don't get a bigger slap in the face than a judge basically telling you you're fucked up in the nicest way possible. That this bullshit anti-woke, don't say gay, you can't have um, uh, conversation in classrooms about slavery and the Civil War. And right after that, of course, is going to come the Holocaust and World War II. You can't teach this stuff. Why? I don't know. For some unknown reason. And I choose to believe that he knows exactly what he's doing and that he believes it. It's very hard for me to imagine that he's doing this in order to be more MAGA than Donald, thinking that that's going to make him more popular in the GOP than Donald is. Um, well, I, I think that, you know, there's there's I think there's room for us to. Um, hold two thoughts in our heads here, which is um, you can believe that he's doing it because he is a transgressive asshole, which I think he is, right? I think he's a thin-skinned bully, um, and that's that's always been his M.O., right? Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer-in-chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So I think that he does enjoy that sort of ugliness. Um, but I think, again, the, the things that he has chosen to push I think are the ones that are most convenient. If it was, you know, Michael saying that in Florida, the, the sky will be deemed purple instead of oh blue because he knew that that would piss he people. He was the fucking hazer in chief at Yale. Good lords. <clears throat> uh, remix segments. People off, that's what he'd do. Because he knew that that would piss people off, that's what he'd do. But the, the sky will be deemed purple instead of blue because he knew that that would piss people off. That, you know, Michael's saying that in Florida, the, the sky will be deemed purple. 
I think are the ones that are most convenient. If it was convenient, if taking that sort of ugliness, uh, the thing, I think that he does enjoy that sort of ugly college. He was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So I think that he does enjoy college. He was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, I think that he. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college. That means it's a sadistic fuck. Oh, <laughs> right. Going back. To Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college. That means it's a sadistic fuck. And he was involved in Gitmo interrogations. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, did you guys get that? DeSantis. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college. That means he's a sadistic fuck. And he was involved in Gitmo interrogations. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college. That means he's a sadistic fuck. And he was involved in Gitmo interrogations. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college. That means he's a sadistic fuck, and he was involved in Gitmo interrogations. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college. That means he's a sadistic fuck, <laughs> and he was involved in Gitmo interrogations. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So, did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer. It was a fucking bully.
Okay, and um, Another one. Another fucking sadistic fuck. Sadistic little weasel. Are you allowed to say fuck?
Okay. Just uh mix a willingness to be ugly to appeal to a very you know a, a pretty wide set of Republican <laughs> primary back, voters we'll without necessarily believing that you care whether or not you know you teach African American AP history. It's the very idea that it upsets people and pisses people off that makes it palatable him, not necessarily the subject matter. It's really amazing. In you look to see there was um like an Ipsos poll that came out. And I think it said that 56% of all Floridians are not in, they're not on board with this um, anti-woke act that he's decided to create. And a significant number of that 56, I think 38% of them are actually Republicans. So I don't really know how he thinks that this is going to benefit. If you're going to do something this stupid and this, obnoxious and this in your face just throw back to a hundred years ago you would probably want to do it because it provides you some sort of hi there i was just kind of getting caught on tiktok somebody was singing comments it was pretty funny Let's see if what happens if you pop, same guy pops up haven't been able to go back to the so mr tic tac nope. man it says here that uh Children as low as eight can be on your app. No, that's not true. Children aren't allowed on the app. Funny, that's not what Mark told me. And how do you stop the children from using your app? We use age gating like the rest of the industry, and then when we find that they have gotten around that, we ban them. Oh, so you're saying children do lie? On your app. What are you going to do about that? We ban them. Don't you think these children shouldn't be spending an hour a day on your app? I think that's actually a conversation that needs to be had with the parents of the children. Don't interrupt me. I'm reclaiming my time. So can you use the word China on your app? Can you say China? Yes, you could go right now and look up any of the things about China and find them. Does it access my Wi-Fi? What? Does the app, does the app access my Wi-Fi? If it's connected to your Wi-Fi, yes. So what you're saying is that your app lies about China to children on our Wi-Fi. No, I didn't. Don't interrupt me! I'm reclaiming my time! So if you look at this video, you'll see that here is a, a, a picture of a gun, and it says in your community guidelines that you can't do violence against anyone. You're angry that Americans are posting videos of firearms? Yeah, because what if children see them? These hearings are pathetic. Like, beyond the pale pathetic. It's not about national security. It's not about the children. It's just trying to scare middle Americans. It's a foregone, bipartisan effort to get rid of the app that's become competition for Meta. Full stop. Literally every complaint they have repeatedly has been shown to them to just be a thing about the industry. Not a thing TikTok's doing, just social media in general. And they don't want to do anything about that. They just want to ban the one that isn't paying them directly. 150 million Americans are about to lose their voice. And a lot of them are about to lose their careers. Because a bunch of geriatric dinosaurs in office got convinced by Meta that this is spy software. You should be furious that a bunch of fools who couldn't tell you the difference between a router and a modem are about to take away your freedom of speech out of fear that was instilled in them by Meta. So, Mr. Tic Tac Man, it says here that uh, children as low as eight can be on your app.
No, that's not true. Children aren't allowed on the app. Funny, that's not what Mark told me. And how do you stop the children from using your app? I grew up in Canada, okay? We have right. socialized medicine. And I am, I'm here to tell you that this bullshit line that you get on all of the political shows from people is that it's a failure. The system is a failure in Canada. It is not a failure in Canada. I never waited for anything in my life. I chose my own doctors. My mother never paid for a prescription. It was fantastic. And I just got back from Vancouver. And I keep hearing this, like, Canadians are so nice. Canadians are so nice. They can be nice because they have health care. <laughs> because they have a government that cares about them. It doesn't say sink or fucking swim, pal. Right. Or you live in a box. Yeah. There are certain people in our society that need to be taken care of. There are, there are people without as many opportunities that need to be helped toward those opportunities. There are people who are sick. But that's the... You shouldn't have to lose your home and because your mother got sick. I grew up in Canada. Okay, we have right. socialized medicine, and I am—I'm here to tell you that this bullshit line that you get on all of the political shows from people is that it's a fake. I'm saying uh, thanks, Jim Carrey. Thanks, Jim Carrey. Am I still right? Am I still right? Carry on line. Hashtag Canada system. Canada. Canada. We have health care so we can be nice. And for all Democrats. Young Democrats. Oops, Democrats. Um, young Dems, young Democrats, America, young Dems, M4A. Senator Sanders, President Bernie's. Okay, good enough government work, right? Um, actually, what I wanted to I want to check my stat. I haven't checked it. It's already three p.m. So what's going on, my stat? 
that's my source. You go go subscribe if you haven't already. Um. Okay, Megan Persian lost on patrol. Republican leader makes embarrassing admission as her party implodes. Republicans hit Nula with latest stunts. What about Trump's post could result in even more criminal charges? Trump's <coughs> and attorneys. Haha. <laughs> Attorney, Trump's attorneys need attorneys. <laughs> As Jack Smith scores another major victory, a devastating ruling for Trump in the E. Jean Carroll case, and so much more. Watch Legally Up. Oh, oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's gonna be a good one. Blessed day. My stitch Marty represents it's my just I had six babies the other day. Midas touch mighty my uh, Midas touch mighty 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 just uh, M I G H mighty represents <laughs> gonna be good gonna be a good one oh yes <laughs> gonna be fucking great oh yes oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah other people said, charge him for the threats he tweeted out criticizing Mr. Bragg and for getting his base riled up with his lies. Can we please start investigations for indictment regarding congressmen and state officials involved in support of the insurrection? Yes. Tara Joyce, thank you. I'm going to follow you. Subscribe. She has three on three or four. How come all these cool people don't have any followers? I, that's pretty sus. Maybe they're just like fucking invented. Just for, just to fucking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Going to be a good one. <laughs> Everybody go subscribe. What the hell are you guys doing out there? Like mixed up, mixed Midas and Mighty, Midas touch.
Okay, and then I'm going to paste my little tagline. Okay. Not young thumbs. Fuck off. Democrats. So Midas. Midas touch. Breads. LA Times. Joe Biden. <laughs> Charlie Crist. <laughs> Sometimes I just like go White House. Share it with my Christopher Governor underscore POTUS twenty twenty four and Trista Artista on Instagram and dun 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 I'm on a highway to hell. Just going to the DHS. <laughs> Everything I don't like is woke a book for basic duckheads. <laughs> this engine is woke.
So when Rhonda Santos She with race baiting, that's what you get when bully steals elections. <sighs> Without repercussions, DeSantis is a joke, a cruel one. PSC was hazer in chief at Yale. And part of torturing Guantanamo prisoners. Gitmo. Okay. Gitmo. If you don't know what Gitmo is, then fucking look it up. Okay, so I'm having to cut down the um, text to fit it into a tweet. What is it, 72 characters? Joke, a cruel one. PST was hit. Uh, yeah. And part of torturing Gitmo prisoners. Sadistic as fuck. Okay. Fuck. She's fucking torture. Like. And he's, it's probably worse, probably fucking worse than
Okay, so erodes. Ron DeSantis is, is probably worse than Trump, than, I mean, Diaper Don. Everybody must call DOJ to demand demand charges for human trafficking Venezuelan asylum seekers. They were they were fucking illegal. They were fucking legal. They were legal. He abducted them. Governor, fucking Florida. And, and fucking Abbott. Did they, like, hundreds, well, how many were there? And dumped them, dumped them in front of vice president. How fucking dis- how fucking- and, and- Fucking dumped so this be on all cut. Dumped them. Fucking dumped these peop- poor people. Those are fucking new American immigrants. That was for a fucking political stunt. Y'all really need some fucking noise. This is incredible. Incredible. That they're still in fucking office. It's just fucking incredible. Mind-blowing. Fucking Nazi torturers. Have to change. Have to change it so I can, you know, get around the fucking center centers.
Okay. <clears throat> Diaper Dawn is probably worse than Trump. I mean... Hmm? Are you with the block? Okay, anyway, so, I'm gonna select all. Okay. Uh, those settings. Okay, now I'm gonna... Citizens for Ethics, Criminal Division, Elizabeth Warren, Glenn Karshner, Katie Hobbs, Jerry Wildcats, Uh, opinion. This is the Tony. Trying to find the DC just mm, trying to find this DC attorney because I heard that the DC there it is UC attorney US attorney DC federal attorney Rami Barbary. Attorney in DC. DC Attorney. US Attorney DC. San Diego. Who else? Uh, what about ACLU? Uh, Florida. And one more person. Modest Touch. Old friend is the Modest Touch. Everything I touch, touch, girl, I suck. Okay, so. Screenshot. Instagram.
I'm asking the Florida Democrats to be a um how do we call that a collaborator. How come I can never do that? Step up to justice. Uh, justice Department. Okay, young dance. Orange County. Galveston's Texas. Birmingham, where's the fucking, how about a fucking, uh, Galveston, I'm done, Quake and Orange County, no, hmm, New Yorker magazine. Okay, how about AOC? Mm. Saturday Night Live. Even at home, uh, I haven't seen anything since then. Democrats, okay, good enough, Trista, for government work. Oops, I forgot to put a song on it. Actually, it's Florida Senate Dems. <laughs> and now I'm posting a screenshot of that on my Trist of Senate page. So anyway, let's get back on the trail. Let's check to see if you're there. Hello, darlings. KAMP Student Radio at the University of Aridstone and KPYT Takoyaki Travel Radio Travel Radio Travel Radio
on the register show. Notify me, yes. Insurrectionist gets hit with devastating news she deserves. Sounds good. He looks so good. This is an extra large t-shirt that I bought. As you can see, it's baggy. Now this t-shirt feels amazing on. I like the material. I like the way that it fits my arms nice and snug. The Michael Popak Legal AF. Well, while we wait to see what the Manhattan DA's office is going to do with Donald Trump threatening Alvin Bragg with a baseball bat, we still have other crazies and violent extremists who need to be sentenced in America. And now we've got Riley June Williams, now age 24, of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. She's going away to a federal prison for the next three years for her role in breaching the Capitol using people as battering rams and organizing them to do that, making her way to Nancy Pelosi's office and coordinating the theft of a laptop, then obstructing justice by attempting to erase all of her text messages and social media, while at the same time telling her father that they needed to go back on Jan 20, Inauguration Day, and quote-unquote, finish the job. This lovely piece of you-know-what... Uh, was admonished in court today by federal judge Amy Berman Jackson in the District of Columbia, who had had enough of hearing about this whiny snowflake terrorist tell the court that she was immature and impressionable, and she was addicted to the Internet, and she was trying to impress men in her life like her daddy and Donald Trump, and specifically Nick Fuentes. Oh, um, Riley June Williams was a big fangirl and is a big fangirl of Nick Fuentes. Who's he? He's the 24-year-old neo-Nazi who Donald Trump in November hosted for dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Kanye West. Just to remind you, in November, the former president, now soon to be indicted, not only for Stormy Daniels, not only for election interference in Georgia, not just for Mar-a-Lago secret document stealing, and election interference <laughs> and Jan 6th interference. <laughs> okay, where's clips function? I want to fucking make a clip. And election interference and Jan 6th interference. But now for threatening. Sixth interference. But now for interference. not only for election interference in Georgia, not just for Mar-a-Lago, not only for election interference in Mar-a-Lago secret documents, not only for election interference Mar-a-Lago secret documents, not only for election interference in Georgia, not only for election interference in Georgia, not just for Mar-a-Lago secret documents. Not only for election interference in Georgia, not just for.
Justice for not only for election interference <laughs> in Georgia, not just for Mar-a-Lago. Hi, this is news for Republicans. Hi, this is news for Republicans. Just to keep track, there are two civil rape cases against cyberbullying, as well as espionage. Not only for election <laughs> interference in Georgia, not just for Mar-a-Lago. Election interference in Georgia, not just. Not only for election interference in Georgia, not just for Mar-a-Lago. Hi, this is news for Republicans. Hi, this is news for Republicans. Just to keep track, there are two civil rights. Pyramids. But now for threatening a prosecutor mm. crossing the Jan 6th interference, but now for threatening a prosecutor. <laughs> and yeah. Ah. And Jan 6th interference, but now for threatening a. And Jan 6th interference, <laughs> but now for threatening a.
And Jan 6th interference, but now for threatening a. And Jan 6th interference, but now for threatening a. And Jan 6th interference, but now for threatening a. And Jan 6th interference, but. LOL. Hashtag arrest Trump. <sighs> Diaper Don. Okay, the many criminal charges against Stepper Don. But now for threatening a prosecutor. Crossing the line, he used to attack just jurors and grand jurors and judges, and now he's made his way all the way to a prosecutor. Putting that aside for a minute, when he was still trying to figure out whether he was going to run for office, he was hosting people at Mar-a-Lago. And one night it was at his table, Kanye West, Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes, who went to Charlottesville, and marched with other neo-Nazis and white supremacists who formed a group called the Groypers, who are a virulent uh, band of neo-Nazi anti-Semites, Holocaust deniers. And this is who Riley June Williams has up on her bedroom wall in posters that she admires, that she uh, listened to the clarion call of people like him to go storm the Capitol. When she got there, as the judge noticed, she was not just, in, and this is the judge's words, she was not just some waif blowing in the wind. She was actively organizing much bigger men, mainly men, wearing protective gear and um, police-grade and military-grade weapons and body armor and, and put them into formation organize them, put them into formation, and use them as a human shield and battering ram to get her way into the Capitol, into the crypt, into the speaker's hallway, into the speaker's office itself, and ultimately got her little hands on the, uh, on the laptop. The Department of Justice wanted seven years, at least five years, for her to go to prison. Now, the jury, because there was, of course, three or four months ago, a trial, the jury convicted her of various felonies, including civil disorder, and, and one related to um, obstructing the police because she did yell and scream at the police and, and other things. But they were deadlocked. The jury was deadlocked on the evidence that would have convicted her 
for obstruction of the justice, obstruction of Congress related to the uh, the Jan 6 counting. So that highest count she didn't oh, get, but she got everything else. And the judge gave her three years, gave her 36 months and another 36 months of supervised release. Also required that she not have any contact with any, any of these quote unquote political figures, really just violent extremists masquerading as mainstream political figures. If it goes beyond the First Amendment expression, the judge is going to see that as a violation of her probation and put her back in the can. So all of the crocodile tears and fake whining today by uh, Riley June Williams um, all went by the wayside as the judge sentenced her. Now, you have the uh, 1,000 or more Jan 6 defendants who are already in the system being processed, prosecuted, convicted, trials. It's been over 40 trials of these people, and the rest have uh, pled guilty. There is another 1,000 or 1,500 more that the Department of Justice and the FBI have alerted the D.C. Circuit Court Chief Judge, now Jeb Boesberg, serving his new seven-year term, that the court system should expect and better have the resources in place because they're going to do it all again. It's going to double the amount of people. So the Department of Justice and Jan 6 investigators are still hot on the trail of everyone who was involved. A lot of people thought, well, they got that first 1,000. That seemed about right. No, there's another 1,000 to 1,500, maybe even 2,000 by some estimates, that are still out there as FBI and DOJ crawl through social media and the tip hotline and, and uh, put the pieces together from other witness interviews to bring all of these people to justice. That has to be done. That is one wheel of justice that is rolling. As the Department of Justice, now led by special prosecutor for all things Donald Trump, special counsel Jack Smith, goes after Donald Trump and those at the very apex of this plot, this conspiracy, this criminal plot, and try to bring them down as well. That's going to take a minute. It has taken a minute, and it's going to take a minute. At the rate these things are moving... Let me give you my estimate based on closely watching this and operating in the courthouses that we're dealing with. To me, it looks like the Mar-a-Lago grand jury is almost at the end and that Jack Smith is going to be making a charging decision about Donald Trump and the Mar-a-Lago documents very soon. I'm not going to use that word yeah. imminent because that's taken on a whole jokey meaning now, a whole meme. However, the fact... The fact that they are fighting jury is almost at the end. Is almost at the end, and that Jack Smith is going to be making a charge is almost at the end, and that Jack Smith is going to be making a charging decision almost at the end.
almost at the end. And that Jack Smith is going to be making a charge. Did you guys hear that? Plus, there are charges from two civil rape cases. Election interference down in Georgia, January 6th, and... It's almost <laughs> at the end. And that Jack... I'm Jack Smith, almost. Or Marlardo. Over Marlardo. Um, 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 Michael Cohen will want to know that. Michael Cohen. Glenn Kirshner, fucking great news. Great news, it's freaking great news. <sighs> Thank God. Oh, gods, excuse me. MS Popak. OJ prosecutor war criminal prosecutor thank god for that too fucking love uh, soon over Marlardo breaking subscribe from subscribe
Okay, much touch. Michael Popak. Okay. Super duper. Nice. Oh. Right, just looking at these different shades of gray. Okay, and now I'm taking a screenshot of that and I'm posting it on X doesn't seem to have an Instagram presence. Oh, no, fucking dumbs. I haven't heard anything from them. <clears throat> Why can't I break it? How come? Artista. Oh, yeah. How come I can't tell the other people?